Hey, this is Matt from CrossFit Crown. This is uh, our second podcast that we're doing, so episode two. Uh, the first episode that we did, uh, we talked about our nutrition uh, program that we're going to move forward with as, as well as kind of our three-star principles of nutrition, uh, fitness, and uh, mindset. Uh, today, we have Lori back with us to kind of assist in this podcast. Uh, and we also have Zach, our new head coach, who we hired back in uh, February of this year. Um, and he got uh, a ton of coaching experience with us right before we locked out. Uh, but actually, no, just a few weeks. But Zach has uh, been around the, the CrossFit world for a few years now. Uh, he was head coach at another gym. And so we just want to kind of uh, introduce Zach to everyone um, and uh let him have the opportunity to tell everybody about him a little bit more so when they see him come in here he's not a stranger to them uh so zach welcome to the podcast um you know i've i've had the uh fortunate opportunity to work with you for the last uh three months even though you haven't had uh many coaching opportunities because of the lockout and uh first let me just say that you know i i couldn't i don't think i could have picked a better person to come in here um, I think you have been doing an excellent job. Uh, you've taken over some of the programming that we've done, and um, I'm just really happy about you know your future here and uh, our future as a gym with you kind of leading the way in that fitness uh, star and that fitness front. So welcome. Um, we'll probably just go through a few questions here. and. Um, and so, Zach, why don't you tell, tell everybody uh, where you're from, what your hometown is, and, um, and we'll start there. Yeah, um, hometown will be uh, Sleet, Ohio. Kind of grew up in Sylvania for a while. Um, pretty much, uh, I don't know, kind of look at, just looking at some of the questions you peeked at me. Um, you know, we kind of learned a lot to go over there. I think the Toledo area, kind of where I started with CrossFit as well. Um, we had a pretty good kind of close niche of people. I think it's just because in Toledo, everybody's kind of close to each other. Um, kind of with like the whole gym thing. And then uh, coming and answer the question about kind of like what your parents, uh, kind of what they taught us. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask you those questions, Dad. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so what, uh, what are some things that your parents taught you, some values that you hold uh, true to yourself that um, might help you as a coach in, in our gym? Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that parents had taught me was to be genuine to people and uh, you know, if you're going to get the respect from people um, that you're going to give to them kind of right away. So I know a lot of times people, when they kind of come into a job, they want to put this big front on and, you know, make sure they're super professional and that's great. Um, but I think people, when they look at you as like a genuine, you know, you're, you're here to be nice. You're here to make sure that we're, you know, you're going to be true to them. I think they kind of respect that and accept you a little bit more versus trying to force your way in and kind of uh, lay the law down as like a professional. So I kind of be known as like, Hey, when you see me out on the street, um, I'm going to be the same person I am kind of at my job. So yeah. kind of like what I like to kind of stay true to. And that's kind yeah. of something my parents have always done. And I've seen how it's worked out with them. Yeah. I'm just kind of with past friends and stuff. Yeah, I think uh, that's great because I think that one of the biggest uh, things that we have to uh, do in our industry is we just we have to you know talk to people. We have to work with people. Um, we're not sitting behind a computer emailing people and things like that. Uh, we have to be out front so our personalities need to shine through and being genuine with people um, making sure that they, they know you care about them more than yourself and you know we come in here a lot of times and we're stressed out we have bad days and uh, sometimes 
you know, we're not in the best mood, but we still have to know that we are working with people and this is the best, we want to make this the best part of their day. So we still have to be genuine and true uh, with our with our reactions to people and and try to make this a positive experience for everybody, even though we may be having a bad day that day. And Zach is really good at that. I remember when you first, the very first week that you were here, I said, Zach, how will we know when you're upset? What do you do when you're upset? And you said, you'll never see me upset. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I, I love that. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes that can come across this as being fake, I think. And I don't see that with Zach ever. Um, and, and, and we just love that about him. I think, you know, one of the big things that I've heard is, is just how great of a coach he is and how personable he is uh, from a lot of the members. Um, yeah, and that kind of like, uh, kind of reminds me when I first started coaching some of the newer people in my old gym. And uh, we kind of had some social get togethers and we went out and uh, they saw me at uh, like a bar for one of our things together. You know, I was kind of bantering, kind of like I do at the gym. And the only lady, she's like, you know, you really are the same person outside of the gym as you are in the gym. She's like, I wasn't sure, but yeah. She's like, you're, you're really uh, kind of treating me the same exact way. And I think she kind of appreciated that once we got out of there, that I wasn't just kind of like all quiet. I was like, no, like I'm going to tease you about the same stuff that I was teasing you about in the gym. So You mean so you didn't tell her you were off the clock and you didn't have any reason to talk to her and just go away? <laughs> yeah, so good. That's awesome. Um, so let's talk about your fitness background a little bit. How did you get involved in not just CrossFit, but in fitness in general? Was that something that you you know, had always been interested in ever since you were a kid, or did something happen that kind of drew, drew you to that uh, that world? No, I feel like, uh, I don't just have like a lot of friends at a lot of different sports. When you're hanging out with them as a younger kid, you start trying out all kinds of different stuff. So I feel like, I mean, as elementary school, I was playing all kinds of sports, mm -hmm. and it wasn't even just, you know, fitness related, it was, you know, balance related sports. And um, I think kind of having a, um, competitive drive really early. I mean, you don't want to fall behind someone if we're skating or fall yeah. behind someone if we're skateboarding or yeah. who's going to throw the farthest rock. I just feel like um, I never wanted to lose in that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that kind of never really left as when I got older. So <clears throat> me kind of jumping into kind of the CrossFit, you start getting out of these competitive sports. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, I'm not the only one that happens to this, but um, you kind of want to keep that competitive fire so you need like a supplement for that to kind of replace you know what can I work on to get better mm -hmm. you know and obviously you want to you know compete so um, kind of as things go by you know stuff gets a little bit harder to kind of compete in and you know, yeah. you know in a healthy aspect so yeah it kind of you know led me into the CrossFit because you know you jump in there you're like oh I'm bad at a lot of stuff right and so what led you into CrossFit what was your first experience um well I think I had a couple of buddies that were doing it and um I know I was your typical gym person where I was uh, working on like five times a week at the gym, just doing your stereotypical bodybuilding stuff. But I was also doing, playing a lot of like basketball and um, you know, I was playing like flag football and stuff. And I just felt like that wasn't getting me into the shape that I wanted to. Cause you know, you could do, you know, your bench press and back squats and yeah, you get in shape, but you know, you go take off running and you're like, all right, well this isn't really translating the way I really want it to. And, um, and just like a physical aspect too, like I, um, you know, playing basketball, I wanted to jump even higher. And you, know, you start going through your, your typical stuff of like, okay, these back squats, maybe aren't doing that. And I kind of started, you know, making my way into the Olympic lifts. And uh, that, you know, there's a little bit more explosion in there. And you see some of these guys are doing Olympic lifts and um, they have just such a uh, fast uh, just muscle twitch from doing all the explosive movements. Mm -hmm. So I kind of started dabbling in that, which kind of led me into the CrossFit workouts that had that into it. So it all kind of 
It's kind of stacked over each other, kind of led me into the same thing. So it seems as though that that competitive kind of aspect of CrossFit kind of brought you in. I think that's uh, a very similar reason why I came into CrossFit too. Um, not that every time you know we get on the floor, we're trying to compete with people, which is not the case. But um, you know, as a former athlete, when you you know, for you, you were still young. So you wanted to move into that competitive spirit while you, or that competitive realm when you were young. For me, it was, um, you know, I couldn't do that stuff anymore because I was afraid I was going to get hurt or blow out an ACL or something playing those sports. Um, so CrossFit was a way for me and you, obviously, to combine uh, the fitness stuff that we love to do, working out, but also keep that competitive spirit um, too. So... That's great. Do you remember uh, your first day doing CrossFit or your first CrossFit workout? Yeah, um, um, I was doing all my CrossFit stuff at LA Fitness, so we were definitely getting kind of the strange looks and you know, you're hanging rings from the rafters and swinging around and doing rope climbs. People are going to look at you a little crazy. And um, some of the, as we used to work out sometimes at 5 a.m., and we definitely got called like the like the circus when we come in because we're swinging and climbing all over stuff. So they let and, you hang? stuff from the ceiling yeah or? i mean when your buddies kind of was like their head trainer making money okay. they don't really tell you what to do right um and you know we we're definitely kind of the circus act and we've definitely had some guys yell at us for we had bumper plates there people weren't used to seeing stuff getting dropped from overhead so we had guys come screaming at us you can't drop the barbell like that right. but we kind of had our own stuff in the training office so it was definitely an interesting experience of doing crossfit uh, that's probably back in 2000 11 late 11 2012 okay. I think it's still pretty new to a lot of people so we yep. definitely getting kind of some weird looks yeah um, yeah that's when we first opened up and uh, yeah I don't think CrossFit even though CrossFit had been around for a while uh, most people around here didn't know I think it was more of a West Coast type of thing back then so yeah I mean I could I I was going through Globo gym or Globo gyms in that at that point in time, I couldn't even imagine seeing somebody like you coming in and like just swinging from rings from the rafters, going, "What is this guy doing?" Yeah, we're doing handstand walks on like little concrete floor, and we're getting all I mean, everybody's looking at us like, "What is going on with these guys?" <laughs> um, so you mentioned that you like uh, some of the heavy lifting, and you know, obviously the Olympic lifts and things like that. Do you know what your one rep max squat is? Yeah, people want to know. Is they want to know how much know. you can lift, Zach. What's like best ever. Yeah, best uh, ever. Best ever back squat. Obviously not the best one coming out of this COVID <laughs> lockout. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, my best back squat ever is uh, four seventy five. Well, that's pretty light. That's um, not too bad. Yeah, we. I think it, I hit it. I think I had four sixty five in a total. We did, and then uh, we had a competition up in Detroit that we had to find a one rep max. So it was kind of like our second or third event, and I was able to hit four seventy five. And I actually didn't even know it at the time. It was just kind of like. <laughs> I think you had like eight minutes to find something, mm -hmm. so we just kind of slapped all the weight on that we kind of really could. I mean, I knew I was at 400, you know, 30 plus, and then kind of at the end we realized that I had yeah. hit like a 10-pound PR. So. What's your favorite move in CrossFit? Your favorite thing to do? Um, it had to be between uh, clean and jerk or the snatch. I don't. I think it kind of plays in each one. I would like to say snatch, but it is such a inconsistent lift. Sometimes some days you're gonna hit a 100% lift and then maybe the next two weeks you can't get over 90% so I think maybe just there's a kind of that unknown with the lift that kind of makes it a little more appreciative so you see someone have like oh they got a really good snatch so you're like okay you know they've really worked on that lift and they're very technical versus like sometimes people can kind of come in 
kind of how I was, and I was able to hit like a pretty heavy clean and jerk right away because it's just pure strength versus mm -hmm. snatches all technique. So I just yeah. feel like when you see someone hit a really good snatch, you're like, okay, this dude's been working on this for a while. Right. What's your least favorite? Least favorite? Um, probably deadlifts. I'm just not a fan of deadlifts. Mm -hmm. I would rather do heavy clean than do a heavy deadlift all yeah. day. Does that mean we're going to see more cleans than deadlifts in our programming? <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll we'll do everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of deadlifts too. It's just a it's a hard movement for me. I think it's a hard movement for a lot of people. Even though it looks simple, uh, you know, one little tiny mistake in a deadlift can cause a lot of big problems. And and I know when I'm coaching, I try to keep people pull them back from their weight just a little bit um, because you know as you know as well as anybody, Zach, that when somebody starts to pull a little bit too much weight, that back goes round and, and it's just asking for a lot of problems. Um, <clears throat> so uh, let's talk about nutrition, Lori, just a little bit. Um, uh, Zach is obviously a perfect eater. He never makes a single mistake in no, his I've life. No, I've never seen him eat a protein cookie out at the front desk between classes <laughs> hey, or drink in. a cliff. So let's ask Zach um, kind of, what is you know in the midst midst of all his perfect nutrition what is his go-to meal for for breaking away from that uh some people call it a cheat meal but lori we're not calling that anymore we're not gonna call what, it that anymore what are we gonna call it well uh, we're gonna try and get everybody getting on the 80 20 rule where 80 percent of the time they're eating good whole non-processed foods so if you were able to eat your 20 percent not so good processed foods what would your favorites be it'd have to be pizza Probably one thing I'll never give up. Any sort, any sort of kind of pizza from somewhere we should. Yeah, know. any any specific place or what what kind of toppings? No, I there's like, a lot to there's a lot to get into here with the pizza. Yeah, there's a, I just like to dabble around. I don't like to, you know, <laughs> Southern Brothers or dabble. Village okay. Idiot or uh, Inkies over there on. Uh, I've never had there. Inkies. I've heard so many things about it, good things about it, and I've never had it. I need to try it. My uh, my dad worked there when he was like a lot younger, okay. and I was like I don't want my family spot, so we always go to Inkies. Yeah, you know, like some of the guys. I mean, the guys that ran the original Inkies, mm -hmm. um, it just recently split up, um, but we know like the guy who makes them back there. And yeah, I support local business. Yeah. Nice. Now, what kind of toppings on your pizza? This is this, and then <laughs> this, I'm gonna ask you a very Matt. I'm gonna ask a very serious question after that. So, okay. um, <laughs> so what kind of toppings on your pizza are your go-to? Uh, like. I mean, probably my go-to if it's just me is probably pepperoni banana peppers. Oh yeah, that's that's kind of mine too. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, do you ever put some feta cheese on that? Because that's good too. No, I'm not a big feta guy. Okay. All right. So big important question when it comes to pizza. Uh, obviously, this is a controversy all over the internet and all over the world. The, the pizza eaters all around. I know you're gonna ask pineapple. Isn't yes, it? is pineapple allowed <laughs> on a pizza? Uh. I'll allow it. Yeah. I mean, they make mac and cheese pizza now. Right. People eating <laughs> yeah, that, so I feel like we're getting true. a little. I think we're kind of veering off a little bit on that. I'll yeah. allow it if it's a chicken barbecue pizza. See, like that, like that. Place. Yeah. I, I got a bone to pick with that. I feel like if you, if your pizza sounds like a sub, then it's not pizza anymore. Right. If you're getting chicken bacon ranch on a pizza, <laughs> then that's not pizza anymore. That's just that's, that's just, just a, a flat sub with, yeah. with some stuff on it. So Zach, in all seriousness, what do you how? important do you think nutrition is to our members here in the gym if they want to get a one rep max or to help them reach their goals what's your what are your thoughts on that I, I mean I've never been the biggest nutrition I mean I definitely pay attention to it but I'm not you know weighing avocados or I mean I definitely pay attention to like processed food a decent amount um, it's definitely a lot easier during the week because 
I feel like nutrition is so well for you, and it goes kind of hand in hand with working out because you start working on nutrition, like okay, now that I'm doing this, I'm gonna work out, and then, you know, just even doing the right nutrition can make you feel so much better in a class squad. You know, if you don't, even if it comes down to like water nutrition, if you're not eating enough in the day and you come, we do a heavy deadlift day, you're gonna feel terrible, and then a lot of newer members are gonna think, oh, you know, maybe I'm just extremely out of shape. You know, and then all of a sudden you take, you make little subtle changes, maybe you eat a little bit better lunch. And we have running day and you're like, man, I felt like really good in shape and it could just be it's coming down as nutrition. And I think a lot of people don't realize that until they get on nutrition and they start kind of messing with their carbs and they take it away. And they're like, man, I have no energy. And there's a lot of people I've been seeing who do that, who have been here for a while and they're just like, I feel like I'm back out of shape again. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they get carbs back into it, like healthy carbs. And I mean, you can see immediately just the difference in how it makes them feel because you can see how much better they're able to move. So. I mean, I feel like, you know, besides maybe hydration, I think nutrition is the biggest thing that can really help you out with um, being here with CrossFit. So how much water are you drinking a day? I don't track it, but I'm drinking, I don't know the best way to describe it, I guess I'm drinking a lot of water throughout the day. I think it's a little bit different for me when we're in here because we're constantly walking around and I'm like screaming, so I'm make sure I'm always You're not drinking screaming, anyway. yeah. <laughs> we not heard you scream. Well, sometimes you gotta talk over the music and the fan um, so that, that does, I remember my first day back after the lockout trying to coach and man, my throat got really, really dry, um, talking over that fan, that music. So yeah, water is, is huge, uh, for your performance in the gym, but also nutrition is going to be the foundation to any act, physical activity that you're doing out there. Um, and I think one of the things that Lori and I, you know, we talk about a lot too is, um, you know, nutrition is different for everybody, right? I mean, everybody has a different path through that. Um, you know, CrossFit kind of tends to push people into the same path, even though they were doing a variety of different movements, we're all kind of doing the same thing. Nutrition's just all over the place with everybody. And you really have to find something consistent for each individual that's something going that's to- that's sustainable. Going, sustainable, right? yeah, sustainable. Some, something that's sustainable for them. Because what's sustainable for me might not be sustainable for Zach, but that doesn't mean we both can't have success with our nutrition. So, um, Zach, now that you've been here, I know that you have not uh, had a chance to be in front of people for a very long time yet, but you have been a head coach in another gym in the area. Um, what are your impressions of our members here that we have at CrossFit Crown? Um, you know, Scott kind of Benoit, some of the buddies I brought into, it's a very, um, you know, a very classic, welcoming kind of community. Like, you don't feel like an outsider really when you kind of come in. And I think with people um, kind of being here for a while to feel welcoming and you know people want to you know get to know you. Um, and you know, the biggest thing I don't want people to think too is like because I was coming as a head coach, like yes, people are gonna be welcoming because I'm gonna be here. Um, but even as just, you know, I brought some buddies in here to kind of drop in. They all kind of had the same impression that I did and it was just, people were very nice. It was a good community. Um, you walk through the doors and you got like a good vibe and you know, that could be a note to, I mean, even you guys, you come in and. You know, I always think if the, I think it all kind of trans, uh, transcends from like the top. If the owner, you know, is cool and he's kind of real and he's around, I think that really um, kind of trickles down into kind of the members feeling welcome as well. Like um, there's no like tension here. You don't feel like you're um, kind of coming to like an aggressive gym where you kind of feel strange. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a very welcoming community. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I've been to some gyms where you come in and you know, there's definitely kind of like a, uh, everybody's here to do their own thing and kind of yeah. get out kind of gym, and that's mm -hmm. not how this feels, so. Yeah. 
I think it's, it's, it's kind of gym that that you kind of want to get out of a CrossFit yeah. gym. And I think that's kind of one of my uh, core values here uh, as the owner is, is, you know, I spend a lot of time at the Y and in, in other types of gyms where people just kind of walk around with their headphones on and they don't talk to anybody. And that's okay if you're the type of person that just does not want to, to, to meet people and things like that. But I think, uh, you know, when we're talking about our fitness, we have to at some point realize we're all in this together. And it's very uh, helpful to us when we can work out with people that have the same goals as us or the same mindset as us. And we're kind of all in this together. Uh, you, you feel a part of a team. And I think Zach, you know, you uh, have been on many teams and it's, it's, a, it's a lot easier to bring out your best when you're on a team and you have people that support you rather than just trying to go at it alone. Um, so now that you've taken over the programming uh, for us, what kinds of things can our members expect from you from the programming in the future? Um, a lot of kind of diversity in the programming. Um, we're definitely going to have like kind of keeping up the old programming with um, auxiliary work. I want to keep that done. And that's kind of one thing that impressed me when I came here mm -hmm. was the, the amount of like, you know, people that actually stayed and did the extra work. Mm -hmm. And I want to keep that going because that's something that I always did kind of programming um, back at my other job. And it was mm -hmm. something I feel like you've got like a 50-50 chance of people doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the accessory work is, you know, it helps you immensely with just kind of staying healthy. Yeah. Um, one thing we're going to change a little bit more is, you know, we're going to lift a little bit more. But at the same time, like, um, actually, I can tell right away is we're going to be running more. And Yay. I think that's one, that's one thing that... Uh, <laughs> I think people are actually noticing just a little amount of running that was that has been paying off for mm -hmm. like Murph yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I think people came up to me and were like, "Hey, you know, I guess your running training's working." So, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the beginning on there. I just like to, you know, I got into this stuff because I wanted to avoid the. I know what's coming this day, what's coming this day, and I think having the diversity. Mm -hmm. um, you look at a workout that's different. You're like, okay, I can't wait to try this, mm -hmm. and that's what keeps it kind of refreshing. Yep. So, Zach, speaking from the master's point of view, and you being quite young. Um, what can you tell the masters, the CrossFit light group about the programming and how it's going to affect them? I mean, how do you know how old creaky bodies work? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell. Um, I think the biggest thing here, and not even just the light class, is shoulder mobility here. I mean, I can tell when we start doing certain lifts. Um, I, I definitely am paying attention to how people are moving in here. And when I kind of see a uh, majority issue with shoulders that's something that you know as part of auxiliary or even like programming is something I want to change because there's nothing worse than you know I'm like paying attention to you know grabbing your wrist rolling it out or you know we do a snatch or some kind of pressing and you know I see like the people kind of grabbing their shoulders like that's the stuff I'm paying attention to so that way when I'm going to programming okay I've seen that like you know out of the you know five classes today that, that at least one or two people have been you know kind of grabbing their shoulders or wrist so like, all right, we need to start supplementing this into the programming. You are yeah. very observant, at least yeah. from what I've oh, seen. Yeah. I, I mean, You're... I can't do anything wrong. I mean, right <laughs> suddenly. Yeah. And, that's, and that's one of the that's one of the reasons why that's a very specific reason why I wanted Zach to take over the programming because as you know, as a gym owner, you have all sorts of options out there for programming, and you know, you can you can buy your program, you can program it yourself, you can bring somebody in to program. Um, I think a lot of us uh, tend to think that we can program and we're great at it, but we really not. Um, buying programming is not something that I really wanted to do because I just don't feel that it 
it doesn't take into account our members. It doesn't take into account our community. It doesn't take into account the needs that our members have. And so when you can bring in somebody that can be that observant, that can understand what our members need, we can start to focus some of that programming on that. Uh, the other thing too is we, we don't have all the equipment of every big CrossFit gym in, in the world. So uh, we're kind of limited on some of that stuff. So being able to still maximize uh, you know, people's potential with the amount of equipment that we have um, is something that only an in-house programmer is going to be able to do. So uh, I've been really happy with Zach's programming so far. I think he takes a lot of time and, and thought and, and, and puts that into it, um, as well as understanding what our members can do. So um, we're about just ready to wrap it up here. Lori's got one question more for Zach. Zach, what is your superpower or more importantly, maybe what superpower do you like to have? I think the, the superpower that I do have is that telling people are lying. Oh, how do you tell? Oh, I can just tell. It's a superpower. Yeah, it's a superpower. Yeah, I can tell when you're when you're making something up. Right. I know. <laughs> I'm observant, so I can tell. That's a that's an actually great superpower. Um, I like to think that I'm good at that, but sometimes I don't. I, maybe I'm not. Maybe I get fooled sometimes. But um, yeah. So, Zach, thanks for coming in. Uh, we really appreciate you uh, opening up to us and, and letting our members know a little bit more about you. Uh, we're going to have probably another podcast next week uh, talking about mindset with Maddie. So look forward to that one coming out. Uh, this podcast will be up on YouTube hopefully soon once we get our act together with the video recording. So thanks a lot, Zach. Yeah, no Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Good to be here.